We're going into paragraph Gimel. We'll give a, an overview so we have some momentum in case we to, to remind us what we learned last week. We started off the Torah. Everything has a purpose, a goal that it's meant to achieve, and every purpose has really a higher purpose uh, uh, until we we get conceptually to the final goal, which we explained with Shashuei Olam Haba. Now, we used a mushal to explain, for instance, a person who wants to build a home. A person has a rutzen, he needs a place to live. Maybe that, that he could have different uh, different ideas in terms of the place to live. Maybe it could be a place uh, within, the, uh, within the city where he wants to conduct business. Maybe it's going to be a recreational home where he wants to be able to have guests. And maybe it's a, get, a place where he can get away and have a little bit of solitude. Depending what his rutzen is, contained within that is going to be a lot of individual ideas that will have to all come together to be able to build a home that has that can fulfill the purpose that he has in mind. He's, there's going to have to be a location, so maybe he's going to have to hire a real estate uh, agent or a scout to go find the perfect location. He's going to have to negotiate a price. They're going to have to have a foundation. They're going to have to buy materials, find people to to, to build the place, and uh, an architect. And we have to figure out a layout. Where should the bedrooms be? How big should the common areas be? Something that can that can achieve the tachlis for which he wants to have this home. Every single one of those projects is going to have its own tachlis, its own tawelis. So depending depending how broad or narrow you make the snapshot in time or of the process that you're looking at, every piece of that is going to have a tachlis, and every time you achieve one stage of that, then the pieces will be in place for you to move on to the next level and achieve the next tachlis. Once everything is in place until you have the home, at that point, then the, the tachlis of the overall project will be achieved, and now you have a home. Now, the question is, uh, so now let's say you have a home, so you have a place to rest. Now that you have a place to rest, you can go to work. Now you can go to work and you can make money. You can support, let's say, uh, your children in yeshiva. You can retire. Maybe you'll have a place that you can sit and learn afterwards. Everything really is going to go towards avoda. And we said the ultimate tachlis is really shashuei olam haba, which is, uh, which, okay, so taking a step back, what this means, though, is that we have, even in this world, there's a whole development of different pieces that are in place in order to achieve a tachlis of what we want to accomplish in this world, but the overall tachlis of the world is really something that's outside of the world. So if Maisa Malshavet Chila, Kaddish Baruch Hu created the world in order to give people a way to earn Olam Haba, Shashua Olam Haba. Focusing on that for a minute, that's very interesting. So what it means is that the idea, the toyelas, that really a person should have in mind every single second, that, that purpose that should never be off of his or her radar as they go through the world in order to make sure that all of their actions, their thought, their speech, their actions are in line with what they're trying to achieve is something that we really have no relationship with because the ultimate purpose, the shashua olam haba, the being davak in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, etc., is something that we is really outside of our frame of reference. So how is it that we're able to, otherwise we're, we're, we're flying blind? How are we supposed to make it through this world as a practical matter, always having that vision of that goal in front of us. So, Kaddish Baruch Hu, we we can we can talk about Nevi'im and Matan Taira, but for for the purposes in, in, of this Taira, as it, what we have are the tzaddikim. Tzaddikim, 
do have a relationship even with this Toyelis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Tzadikim, I'm adding this in parenthetically, the Tzadikim have his batlus. We've discussed this idea of a Tzadik, a Tzadik Hadar, and other Tairas. The Mishnah of says, When a person has his batlus, when a person aligns his Ratzin, he aligns his ambitions, his identity with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so then he really roots himself, he anchors himself outside of this world. That person has a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I actually saw, uh, just in this week's parsha, Rav Yeruchim brought a, a interesting, uh, just to read it for a second, he brought a Gemara, Amr Abelazar, Amr Abelazar, Rav Tzadok, Lama Nimshalem Tzadikim Ba'ilam Hazel, Li'ilan Shekuloi Aymeid V'makom Tahara V'naifai Naita L'makom Tamei. It's a Gemara in Kedushin, Daf Memam Ebeiz, and then he goes on to quote the rest of the Gemara. He says that the Tzadikim are like a tree that all of it is standing in a Makom Tahara, and the branches are in a Makom Toma, but if you cut off the branches, the entire tree Ba'etzem is rooted in the Makom Tahara, and Risham are the opposite. The tzaddikim are be'etzem rooted in their ben oilam haba, their ben oilam haba now. It doesn't mean getting oilam haba later. The tzaddikim have his batlas. Therefore, the tzaddikim are in a place where really those are the appropriate leaders to lead us. They're the ones who are able to have the toyeles front and center in their mind. And to the extent that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a tachlis for all of us, the tzaddikim can be the leadership. And to the extent that we have a relationship with the tzaddikim, to the extent that we have a sherish within the tzaddik, we are also able to live our life in this context. However, when people do not have this spots, when people have uh, an element of avodazara, which we in this context we've spoken about gaiva in the past, but we're, over here we're talking we're talking about kas anger, different ideas that are totally self-centered, which is a hint of avodazara. That really is the opposite of rachmanus, and, and when we do that, hakadosh baruch hu, there's a certain hester punim in the world. Hakadosh baruch hu, as it were, hides his face when there's a lack of rachmanus in the world. So then the Sadiqim also will not uh, will not take on the role of being the leaders. How do we restore the leadership to the tzaddikim? We overcome our kas. Whenever a person has kas, instead of exercising on that, they replace it with rachmanus. We, as a practical matter, we said last week also, if a person feels like they're getting angry, what's anger? Anger really is a hint of avodazara. It's the emotional reaction that we have when things don't go our way. That when, when a person overcomes, you can't just say, don't get angry. That's just a spring that you push down until it pops. What you can do is you can replace Kas with a different emotion. You put that momentum. You see somebody acting inappropriately, and you say, "Oh, they they, they are, you know, they were." Uh, abused in certain ways emotionally. People mistreated them and they have a terrible situation at home and they're maybe taking it out on somebody else. If a person is able to replace Kas with Rachmanus, each, each, uh, each idea is in a situation specific way, but you can replace emotion A with emotion B. You can't necessarily su- suppress an emotion. When we're able to replace Kas, when we're able to get rid of this idea of Avodazar and replace it with Rachmanus, so then the crown will be restored to the Tzaddikim so that we have appropriate uh, we, we have the appropriate leadership in order to restore, to get rid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hester Panam and restore that Rachmanos so that we will be able to get back in touch with the the ultimate Toeles uh, so that we are able to live a meaningful life. And therefore, we're pairing together or pitting one against each other, Avodah Zara and Amunah. 
Kas versus Rachmanus, the more that we're able to restore our Amuna and get and and overcome Kas, the more that we're able to restore the element of Rachmanus, that we're able that a Kodesh Baruch who is not is is going to be Panim upon him is not going to have uh, Hester upon him, and the Tzadikim will uh, go back into the rule of being in the leadership in order that we should be able to live a meaningful life and attach. So if Ma'isev Machshavat Chila, so that uh, you know, in other terms, we said that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma, the Tayalis for the world, should line up with the Malchus, with the way that the world should reflect back of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma. And this is an idea we've discussed in many Torahs that Malchus, Malchus is a Muna, is covered, is Giloy. It's like the Levana that the Levana should totally reflect the uh, the Shemesh, which is Chachma. We said already in Tyra Aleph. But the more that it's not that there's no Isbatlus, that the Levana is not just totally reflecting the Sun to something else in a way. We get in the way of that. Our Kas, our Gaiva, other things. So then, it, then the Malchus won't be totally reflective of the Chachma of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's purpose. And at that point, that's what we would call the Shechina and Galus. Now let's go into paragraph three. There are times that a person feels like he has mercy for the world. And he wants to be in a position of leadership. This is nothing that we are strangers to, uh, certainly in the political landscape. A person, really, you would say that a person who is in a position of leadership is uh, putting the, the ultimate sacrifice. He's living long hours, putting a tremendous amount of emotional investment, of time investment. He's putting everything aside to lead the people for public service. There are those who want to be in a leadership position really for COVID. And yet, they present that the reason that they want to be in a leadership position is because they have this Rachmanus, because they want what's best for the people. Now, this is really a total distortion of Malchus. We said that Malchus covered really Emunah. The idea of true Malchus is when it reflects Rosh Hashem. When Malchus is not we said already in Tyra six, although it was in a totally in a different context. But the the difference between between Kvayd Hashem and Kvayd Malachim, when Malchus is rooted in his battles of showing of being a gilu of Ratzon Hashem, that's one thing. When really the Malchus, the idea that somebody wants to be in a leadership position, it's not to be have a gilu of Ratzon Hashem, but it's to ha- to really towards their own covered. Then that really is is actually the the antithesis. That's the opposite. Ube Ms who Rachik Marachmanus Hazap. In truth, he's very distant from this idea of Rachmanus. In, so in so much as a person does not have true Amunah, meaning a Shlemus that there's no Shlemus afterwards, meaning an absolute Amunah, the only person that's right, it's a little counterintuitive, the only person that's right to be in a position of Melucha, of kingship and leadership is not when the buck stops with him, it's that he ends up in the position of leadership because he understands that really he has no skin in the game, that the buck stops with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That really is the, the person who's in a position, especially because the king is not at the top of the mountain, it's one who realizes that he's leading society, he's leading the community, the Klal Yisrael, towards a uh, t- towards the Tayelas of where the world is supposed to go on an individual level, on a Klaliistic level, towards fulfilling Ratzon Hashem. So that person has to be able almost to totally take himself, his own, uh, his own priorities, his own prerogative out of it in order to lead the people. That's only possible where he is in a state of Shlema She'en Shlema Achrov.
even a person, this is a reference basically to superstitions. In other words, we we're saying that that's not a Vodazara. A person, will will give some examples soon, but uh, a person sees uh, you know, a black cat crossing, walking under a ladder, whatever it is, but he thinks that there are other forces, other simonim that seem to control things. Any type of a gap uh, in in where his amuna should be, that alone is enough that there's not a shlemus. Remember, something that's something that's ninety nine point nine percent complete is zero percent shalem. Shlemus either is or it isn't. If we're talking about a completeness, something that has a mum is not tam, right? It's not tamim. Tamim tiem Hashem lo kecha. Afel pishu mamin b'Hashem is barach. Even though he has a lot of amuna, bevade ain loy lekabel hamanhigo still is not in a position to uh, to fulfill. A position, a role of leadership, because a position of leadership really requires rachmim. We quoted a pasuk last week from Yeshaya Parak Mem Taskim Rachmim and he gave that that uh, that associated rachmanus with leadership. So again, we're putting together Rachmim and removal of Avodazara really because removing Avodazara is the opposite of Amuna, Rachmim is the opposite of Kas. So once we line these things up, we're saying that in order to have full Rachmim, you have to have full Amuna. Even a little bit of a, a sniff, a hint of Avodazara, even superstition. Even if he says that a deer crossed his path and that becomes some sort of a negative simon, He's not going to be able to achieve a full Rachmanos, a full Shlemos in Amuna. The Mepharshim point out that the reason he uses this example of a tzvi, of a deer crossing the path, is because last week already we, we used in Yifra Mishaya, Perak Chavches, a pasuk of Ateres Tzvi, the crown of beauty, Lishaaromo, goes to the leftovers, that the crown of leadership goes to the uh, to the Anavim, to the ones who uh, who don't have that Kvod Atzmo, so you see this linkage of tzvi and tzvi, tzvi can mean beauty, it can mean a deer. Bechein, ein loy manhigo, so this person should not be taking leadership, afilu even if he has a lot of amuna, this person should not who should even if he has a lot of amuna, but he has to really uh, he he has to do some self introspection that there shouldn't be anything left within him that he's ain't something even something that's superstitious. He has to make sure because it might be dormant, it might not even come out. The person could think and you know and. Most of his day-to-day decisions, he has a lot of amuna. But to be in a position of leadership, it really has to be a position of his batlus. The only governing consideration has to be Ratzon Hashem. A person has to have Rachmanus on the people. That's associated with complete amuna. Vishyat tamim, complete in Hashem Aleikav. Az Rachmanus be'emes, v'loi, lower with a vav, to him, ra'e lahanig. So only this person who's totally tamim in Hashem Aleikav, who's totally complete, that there's no element of what his considerations are, not even some superstition, which is not a vote are per se, but to the extent that there's any uh, that there's any sniff of a hint of a vodazara over there. To that extent, this person is not right for leadership, uh, and the the way that 
uh, we said last week, the way that we are able to restore the true leaders to come into place, to give the crown back to them, is for us to overcome our kas, uh, to us to restore our Rachmanas, to put ourselves in a position of amuna. will be Zoha to have the right leaders. But this paragraph is focusing more on why sometimes you have people try to grab positions of leadership, uh, even though they think that they have Rachmanas, but they, they think that they want to lead, and they might even have a lot of amuna, but they're not the appropriate people to be leading. Aval Misha Emo Amuna Bishlemos, those that don't have Amuna Bishlemos, Vinidma, Shiesh Lorachmanas Alaolam, Rhodes Lahanagas Aolam, and they say, no, that we we want to help out. You know, and it could be that they're well meaning. Zebachinas Van Malchus Tehafech Laminos, this is a Bachina, what the Gemara says in Saita, that that the end of days in the Ikfist of the Mashiach, there will be Apikarsis in leadership positions. The Malchus, the, the governing forces, will be turned over into Minus, into Apikarsis, there will be Kfira in the governing in, in the uh, the governing class, the, the governing positions of the nation. minus even a little bit of kfir, a little bit of apikarsis creates some sort of a blemish in the malchus, haga in the rulership, in the leadership, minus and it turns it to kfira, this person who's only a little bit of a kaifer, meaning, we, again, we associated kas with avodazara, we associated also gaiva, this person who's out for kvayt atzmo, the same way that this person, because of this element of arrogance, he wants to seize the leadership for himself. That's a sign also of this malchus tehafech leminus, that the leadership is turning to minus to kfira. So, so far, what we're left with over here is the idea that the only appropriate leadership for the nation are those who have complete emunah b'shleimus tam tiyam Hashem alokecha, and the only way that those people who have rachmanus on the people are going to be an extension of our Kaddish Baruch Hu's rachmanus on us are when we are deserving of it. Uh, and the way to do that is to make sure that we don't have kas, or I guess gaiva also, but we, that we don't have kas and we, we have rachmanus. The more that we are able to have rachmanus, the more that we'll be zeichet to the appropriate leadership that has rachmanus. Paragraph Dalid. Some of these concepts are not that easy, but we will uh, we'll read through the words and try to come out with something that uh, that's meaningful for us. Vidash Amuna, the idea of Amuna, which we know from Tyra Zion, by the way, that Amuna, we talk about the ideas of Amuna Pshuto, we had a discussion in Tyra Zion that Amuna is built on MS. Now, Muna, by the way, is also associated with Malchus, so it becomes a little harder if Chaim Kramer addresses it in the note, uh, that uh, the, the idea that if Muna is associated with Malchus, so if we're going to say that Muna guards Malchus, it's guarding, then, then really Malchus is guarding itself. Uh, I think he's getting at the idea of, of true Amuna. If, if a person has Amuna, so how do you know what's called a muna? What if I have a muna in something that's false? What if I believe that a rush is really a tzaddik? Or for that matter, I believe in a frog, right? So is that called a muna? Am I just lucky because my my amuna is in a tzaddik instead of in something else? What's the difference between a muna pshuta and pesi amin choldavara, between me, me putting a muna in the appropriate place and a fool believes anything? So we explained over there, but for our purposes, the idea of Amuna, again, Amuna is built on MS, is going to preserve Malchus, which Be'etzem Malchus, there's there's appropriate Malchus, we're, we're Malchus to Kedusha and Malchus uh, de Sitra Achra, 
explained in some of the earlier Torahs, but for Malchus to be, Malchus to Kedusha, to be in the appropriate place, that Malchus, so if Maisev HaMashav HaTchila, that Malchus re- reflects HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma, Emuna will guard that. This is part of the discussion that we're in the middle of having, that to the extent that we uh, that we get rid of Kas, that we invest in Rachmanus, that we come closer to Emuna, that Emuna will make sure that Malchus is in the pro- in an appropriate place. It's going to restore a terrorist Tzvi, that the crown is going to go back to the Tzaddikim, that they're going to be the ones in leadership positions to be in a position of Malchus to to, to govern the nation in line with Ratzon Hashem. So Emuna is going to guard Malchus, Shlo Yikachos, and Raila, the idea of Moon is going to make sure that a person who is undeserving of Malchus does not end up in that position. Uh, we explained this before. On a pneumistic level, in the spheres, Malchus is uh, is rooted in Chachma. There's Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gur, Teferas, Netzach, Hod, Yisod, and Malchus. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shefa goes from Chachma to Malchus. But even in a, uh, in a, in a practical way, in every king has advisors. Every person who's in a position of governing, every person who's in a leadership position has advisors and chachamim. With this, his personal leadership will be able to be uh, established. And you could, you could have one or the other. A person could be in a leadership position, but the kingdom will collapse. And a person... Uh, his he personally could be removed, but the kingdom will be intact. If, for in order for a person's root position to be intact, and for the the kingdom itself also to be established and maintained, there has to be appropriate advi- uh, advisors in chachamim v'zebachinais vayhibishur and melach. There will be in Yeshurun a king. A king will be established. When is that? When the Rashi Am, the the Seichel, the Meichen, when it gathers together, when there's Chachamim in place, that's when there will be king uh, kingship established. Hainu al yidei Rashi Am shem Meichen ve'achachma al yadam tikan v'chinas hamalchus through the appropriate advice through the Chachma being in place. That that's the root. Um, there will be established a Malchus v'yidei avas Chachamim, and therefore when when the king loves Chachamim, when the king loves wisdom and the, the wise, that's when the Malchus will be established. When the king turns on his advisors, when a king is in a position where he is turning away from the advisors, then we can know that Min Shemayim already, it's just a matter of time until until his uh, his position will will no longer, his position is already shaky. When a person does not embrace Chachma, so then there's not going to be a Kiyam, not in the world, and not in a, in a specific position of, of leadership. Leadership and ultimately the the leader is leading the world and ultimately the establishment of the world, the kim of the world has to be rooted in chachma. And again, in a spheristic sense, the chachma is really uh, the plans, right? If if the if the house is not in line with the plans, if it's not in line with the blueprint, so then ultimately it's not clear where the crack will be in the foundation. But the the, the chachma is pure in the abstract form, and it's going to be unfolded until the ma'isa. If the if what you see Lemaisa does not reflect the the blueprints right it, it does not there's a bug someplace in in some place between where the plane was and where it came out so then at some point it's going to get messed up
Bebechinas melech b'mishpat yamid aretz, a king b'mishpat, we're going to associate mishpat with chachamim, right? There's chukim and mishpatim. Chukim for our purposes are, let's say, those mitzvahs that we don't relate to on a chachmedic level. Mishpat is the, the, the rules that we do relate to on a chachmedic level. Melech b'mishpat yamid aretz will establish the land. The melech through chachma will establish the land. Mishpat b'chinas chachamim b'chinas vim es mishpat aitigol nafshechem. If you uh, grow tired, you turn away from my mishpatim, from the Chachma, the Darshu and Chazal, a Darshan in the Medrash and Teres Kainim, that's a Pasuk in Vayikra, Teres Kainim, the Sifra is the Medrash Halacha on Vayikra, Zeha Soines Chachamim, this Pasuk is talking to those who hate Chachamim, so Mishpat, Tegel Navshchem, then now we see that Mishpat is associated with Chachma, and therefore when we say that Melech be Mishpat, Yamid Aretz, that a king through Mishpat, it's through the Chachamim, establishes the land, that's how his, the, 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 kingship will stay in place however when when the uh the king when the leader turns away from the chachamim he his avas chacham turns into sin chachamim then it's only a matter of time before his malchus uh, is toppled it comes out that this person who does not belong in a position of leadership because there's a crack in his amuna he turns to like we explained this person wants to come and take malchus for himself but he doesn't belong in a position of malchus because he does not his moon is not intact for who ain't Royla. There's a little bit of kfira, like we said, worked in. Azaya Amuna Shesaviv Hanhaga, the Amuna which surrounds leadership, the Amuna which surrounds Malchus. Amuna is partnered with Malchus. Amun is associated with Malchus. Amun is partnered with Malchus. We said Amun ve'Amun Naschas v'Vaisecha. It's a pasuk in Tehillim, Kapital Peites. Hamachzik ba'Anhaga shloyiga bazar. The idea of Amuna is going to protect. Amuna built on Emes is going to protect that the wrong people are not going to be in a position, a position of of Malchus of leadership, so that it's going to become divorced from Hashem's Chachma. And then at that point, right, the Shechina is going to be in Galus. We're going to have a position where the leadership and the governance of the world is not going to reflect the Kadosh Baruch Hu's Chachma. Amun will work to prevent that. How will Amuna, so to speak, accomplish that? It will implant in this ruler a sinner for the Chachamim so that his leadership will not last. And therefore, since Iker Malchus leadership is totally an appreciation of wisdom and the wise, this person's Malchus will not last. LMK, now, what, what could... Uh, what, what could put a, uh, a problem with this. So how will the forces of Tumas, so to speak, work so that Malchus will, will not be in the appropriate place? What can happen is that this leader can be so far gone to push ideas of real Minas, of real Apikarsus, to the forces of Tumas can work to separate out Amuna having a place in the Malchus at all. So in other words, where, where, where Amuna has a place at the table, so Amuna will work, that, it, that the wrong leaders are not going to be in the place of Malchus, those people who have a Pagam in their Amunah, those people who have uh, either they don't have the right Rachmanus, they're in it for themselves, in it for their own Gaiva, their own Kavoy, their Kavoy Malachim, those people will not will not end up in a position of Malchus to, to separate out the Malchus from the root of Chachma, from HaKadosh Baruch, who's Tachlis in the world. But where the ruler is is coming from the point of Tumah, he's working Api Karsis, he's separating out the Amunah from the Malchus Adshim Mafrid Es Amunah Haga, again, these concepts are a little bit abstract. When saying some of these tires are more accessible than others, but we work to understand them. So he says, 
until Amuna is separated out from leadership, right? Until now, even in the last paragraph, we were talking about a person who thought that he had Rachmanus. He thought that he wanted to rule for the right reasons, but there was something in him that was a little bit off. Now we're talking about somebody who goes and he wants to absolutely rule for the wrong reasons. He's trying to separate out Amuna from the Malchus. He's taking Malchus uh, for for the for the forces of Tumah, and he's separating out the Amuna man Hagam and Bechinas and Malchus Milahachzik Malchus. We'll see that this is really temporary. We discussed in earlier Torahs the idea of something being linked to the source and something that might be more temporary. It might be a like a, a whirlpool. You stir up water very quickly, but it's not it's not like an open faucet, an open channel of water attached to a reservoir to a source. So if you stir it up very quickly, it might seem like a whirlwind, but it's only a matter of time until it dies down. So even now, we'll see soon where the Malchus will only be reassigned temporarily, but this person who is separating out the Amunah from the Malchus, then the Malchus can stay in the wrong place, because the, the Amunah, which worked to preserve the Malchus by, by separating out the Malchus from Chachamim, by putting into this leader a Sinas Chachamim so that the Malchus can stand, the Amunah in this case will not be pr- protecting the Malchus, and therefore, this leader who has the wrong ideas will be able to stay in a position of leadership for now. We see really the battle between the forces of Kedusha and Toma. But now, uh, we were going to read in just where we are into the Misa that we quoted earlier at the at the very beginning of the Taira, which was coming from Rabbi Yonasan Mishtai from Bava Basra Daf Ayindalid. Vizen Noches Baramoroi La that we said with the diver went to buy the nishpatela this diver uh went into the water to get this argaz this chest uh that had precious gems in it this is like an at- atara of malchus this diver this baramorai went to go get the leadership and we said that the birsha the the, the fish wanted to cut off the uh, the atme his thigh baramorai this baramorai this person went after like this person did not have the proper amuna he wanted to go get the p- position of leadership. He wanted to take the Malchus for himself. Atmei, Zebechinas, what is Atmei? It's his thigh, but the Lashon of Oitem is Oitem Azno Mishmaya Damim. It's a reference to a Pasuk in Yishaya, one who, shama, who, who seals up his ears, Delay Shama Bezilusa Detzorbe he has Avas Chachamem, a person who closes off his ears, he does not want to hear anything negative. So when we say Atmei, it's a remiss to Avas Chachamem, and therefore when we say this, Baramorai wanted to cut off at the Atmei, to cut off at the Oitem, to cut off at the thigh, he the, he wanted to separate the aves chachamim hainu birsha because what's a birsha? What's a fish? We said that birsha like beroish like Mordechai hanal that birsha is a reference to amuna. So the uh, this darche this baramorai this one who did had incomplete amuna wanted to seize the leadership for himself. Argas by the way is also like roigas like anger. That's when inappropriate leadership comes. So amuna represented by the birsha said, hey wait a 
second that Malchus is going to fall into the wrong place, the Birsha, the Amuna, wanted to protect the Malchus by cutting off at the Atme, Atme representing somebody who seals his ears not to hear bad things about Chachamim, somebody who's Avas Chachamim, he wanted to separate out that this bad leader would have a sinner for the Chachamim so that the that the leadership would not last because he wouldn't be taking the appropriate advice. And what happened was that this Barmarai threw some vinegar at the fish. What's the Kavana and Pneumius? Chala, which is Chaymet, which is vinegar. Bechinas is Gabris Haminus. Bechinas ki is Chametz Levavi. When the heart ferments, we said, how could the negative forces, so to speak, prevent the Amuna from removing the leadership so that the negative forces, the Kayachas Atoma, can keep the Malchus, at least temporarily, by working in extra apicarsis, the Chaymets, the vinegar. Al Yidei Zen, Chas, Es Abirsha Hanal, the Abirsha, the Amuna, went away, at least temporarily, um, so that the Malchus of, of, uh, of Avodazar, the Malchus of the Sitra Achra, would be in place. Uh, I mean, at least temporarily, the Malchus would not be with the Tzadikim. So just taking stock of where we are, and then we can move on to the next piece. Every person is seeking to attach themselves to the Tachlis to understand the Tayalas that HaKadosh Baruch who created the world for a particular purpose. The world is moving towards a particular goal, and every one of us has a piece has a piece as a part of this process in the Klaliistic way, in a Pratiistic way, and therefore, to the extent that we're able to attach ourselves to this Tachlis, then we live a life of meaning, and we're not going to be besafek. We're going to understand what we should be doing, where we should be doing it, the problem is, is that we have a very difficult time perceiving this tachlis because really this uh, the tachlis for which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world is something that's outside of the world, right? The world is is anchored, so to speak, in something outside of itself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world towards his objective, towards his end, but that's not readily accessible from within. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has various ways that he speaks to us. We have the HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a taira, which is mitzamtzim in certain ways, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin, that we're able to literally be Davuk in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Nevi'im, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Tzadikim. The Tzadikim are those who have such as Batlas of their own Ratzin, they're able to come to a point where they they have one foot, they, they, they're in the world to a certain degree, but they're not of the world. The example that we gave earlier was a a tree which is totally rooted in one place, even though the branches are hanging over into a place of Tumah. The tree is rooted, the tree is existing within a place of Tahara, but it's, it's, uh, it's reaching over. But that doesn't define the tree itself. To the extent that Tzadikim are in positions of leadership, for the rest of the klal, so then we can find ourselves. We can find ourselves within the shirish, the our shirish within the tzaddik, and the tzaddik are their people. They're people that are able to relate to us to help us find our own tachlis. But they, they're betzim rooted. They're a ben olam haba. Ben olam haba doesn't mean going to olam haba later. It's like a person who's a ben taira. Even when a person's not learning taira, they're defined. As a ben taira, a tzaddik is a totally ben olam haba. To the extent that a tzaddik is lives tzaddik ben munaso yichya, to the extent that a tzaddik is fully with emuna, emuna is the tzaddik also has rachmanus. That is the opposite of caste. The tzaddik is going to be in the position to lead us. Sometimes, unfortunately, we put ourselves in a position where we don't deserve to have this rulership, to have this leadership that's going to lead us to the tawelas. Like we're living in a stage of hester panim that's due to where we are. We're operating with gaiva, with a, a little hint of avodah zara. Kas also is like that, and one 
of the uh, the way that in this Torah, Rabbeinu gave us to uh, put ourselves back in a place where we can attach ourselves to the tzaddik is to overcome our kas, replace it with rachmanus, and this will trigger the process where we're going to have those tzaddikim, we're going to give a crown back to the tzaddikim to be able to lead us with full amuna, with rachmanus, and turn away our Kaddish Baruch Hu's kas, as it were, and his hasteras panim. There are those that they maybe even they, even they are they because of the situation in the world they think that they have rahmanas or maybe they have a certain level of rahmanas and a certain level of amuna and they want to be in a position of leadership but they're doing that really for personal reasons which is the antithesis of what we're talking about to the extent that there's any hint it doesn't take much to spoil the whole pot to the extent there's a, there's any hint of personal of self interest in being in a position of leadership so then even if ninety nine percent is there if the entire thing becomes distorted then the the they won't be adequate leaders and they won't be able to direct the cloud to uh to to, to attach yourself to Hashem to that toeless there's going to be something that it demands a full his to be able to attach oneself to, to something to a perception to a perspective that's outside of this world and therefore Malchus itself, again, very abstract concept, <clears throat> because Malchus is is attaches itself. Malchus is the end of the process, the giloy, the revelation, the reflection of the chachma of Hashem. In order, you can't have broken telephone to go from chachma to Malchus. Demand that there's no other, there's no other interest and self interest that get in the way. And Malchus aligns itself with emuna. Emuna, which is built on MS, which is built on the integrity of the system, will protect Malchus such that if somebody doesn't belong in a position of leadership tries to take that role, the Amuna will make it that since in order to be an adequate leader one needs to rely on Chachma, on the Chachamim, on the wise ones, on the council, on advice, Amuna itself will somehow plant within these leaders that they should not rely on the Chachamim so that their leadership uh, will not last. The way that sometimes, at least in a temporary sense, you will have leaders who are inappropriate in those positions that they, they will be so far away from Amuna, it's not that they'll be working towards uh, towards Emunah, towards Rachim, and there's something that's there that makes it not appropriate, some sort of a self-interest, but that they're trying to introduce Kfira, Apikarsis, they're the opposite of Amuna. so then they're going to drive a wedge between Amuna and Malchus, where the Amuna won't be, so to speak, in a position of protecting, of protecting the association with Malchus. These people are trying to hijack that. Now, let's see, again, a little bit abstract, but hopefully it's going to become more clear as we go forward. Now we're going to talk about when the Jews are subject to the to the, mal, to, to the malchus of the, the other nations. That's not even Jewish leaders that are, uh, that are pur- pur- purporting to attach us to the tachlis, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but this is uh, leaders from without. Ube'emes, paragraph hey. Ube'emes, malchei ha'akum. Even though they are in a position where they are ruling over Klal Yisrael, the quality of their leadership is not Yisrael Dick. The, the, it, it's not that they are leading Klal Yisrael in a way that relates to the Tayelis, to the purpose of a leader of Klal Yisrael. The, it, it's, it's coming from a different place entirely because there's the Ruchnius and then there's the Gashmius. The true leader is really attaching himself to the Ruchnius, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Tayelis, and then that translates into the practical leadership. The Malchei Umasa Eilam, when we, when we Mamish have leaders that are, that are, uh, were in Gullis and were subject to the leadership, they're not even coming at it from Ruchnius, from Ruchnius, place. 
It's not that they're trying to attach themselves at the top of the chain that what's generating the entire unfolding of the world and trying to lead it back to its cherish to where it's supposed to be. They have their own gain, whether it's monetary, whether it's power, whether it's control, control whatever the reasons that the Malachi Umas Olam want to lead the Jewish people it's attaching itself at a lower point in that chain, below Naguba, and therefore it, they're not really, they're not going to be able to be masig, they're not going to attain, they're not really injecting themselves into the toyelis of the world, into trying to lead Klai Yisrael towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but just in a distorted way. No. What they want is really just in the Gashmiistic world, they want to have that power of control. So, the, um, the when we said that Amuna, Amuna built on MS, is going to uh, is going to send the inappropriate leaders to undermine their position. That's because the inappropriate leaders are coming to lead Kla Yisrael towards their Ruchnis, but they're doing it in a distorted way. Comes the Muna, comes the attachment to a Kaddish Baruch Hu that's going to undermine that. The, the, the Gaiusha kings are not coming to try to attack attack Klai Yisrael from their Ruchnias point. We'll get to where they are in a second, where they're trying to pass Gezeras against Klai Yisrael Ruchnias. They just want the power, and therefore the Amuna won't, won't, protect, won't protect its territory, and at least for a certain amount of time, then the Jews are going to be in Gullis, and they will be subject to the outside rule. However, Kimisha writes Aligaba, when you have the Malchi Umasa Ailam that are trying to be shaylet on Klai Yisrael's Ruchnias, they are trying to pass Gezeras and try to get the, the Jews to to, to undermine the Jews' attachment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from a religious perspective, we see that those rulers, not only will they not have shlita, they won't have rulership over Klai Yisrael, the truth is, is that their entire malchus their monarch is going to end up crumbling, both in terms of the being over the Jews and in what they're trying to do. Their plans will be undermined in terms of the Ruchnias, but also in terms of the Gashmias, they'll actually lose their power. Their entire their entire kingship will be taken away from them. Because the Amuna that's ultimately protecting this quality of Malchus within the world that is there to, to govern the Jews, to bring a giloy of Void Malchuso Yisbarach in in terms of how Hakadosh Baruch is dealing with the Jews Mapiles Chachmasam. At that point, it's going to come and it will taka undermine the Chachamim, the wisdom that these Gaiusha kings are relying on. Shemalchusam Taloi Bahem. And really, we're going to see that there's there's two ways. We, we one of them we mentioned the way that this quality, the spiritual quality, can undermine uh, a king's position is either to turn that he's going to disregard, to hate, to have a sinner for the chachamim rather than avzachamim. The other way is to somehow inject some sort of a foolish eitzah into the chachamim. Now, very interesting. Rav Chaim Kramer has a beautiful note over here in the English Likut Maran. He relates this to the Gemara and Saita that HaKadosh Baruch Hu appointed the Nachash as a ruler over the animals in creation. To some degree, the Nachash seemed to have a role, almost similar, almost like a, a, a quasi-similar uh, role to, to to humanity within creation over over the animals. The, the Nachash, as long as it would have been subservient to people, it would have been in some sort of a position of quasi-authority. However, it seems, again, based on Chazal, these are very hard, but at least we can try to understand this panemius that really 
shows up in all areas of the Torah, and if a person is sensitive to it, we have our leaders, we have the tzaddikim, it will explain really what's going on in the world in terms of current events, and it will, uh, in, a, in a clolistic way, and also in a specific way in our lives, and that's what, what uh, is, helps to illuminate where our areas of avoda uh, lie. So over here he explains that the Nachash, we know the Midrashim, the Mamare Chazal, that the Nachash wanted to replace Adam, he wanted to take Chava for himself, and he relates this idea that really the Nachash should have been the king of the animals. He should have, he should have been the the king of the animals. But when he tried to attach himself within within the uh, the relationship between Adam and Chava, I'll just read this note. It says in our text, this relates to the nation seeking control over the Jews by suffusing them with their own atheistic and heretical ideas. We already explained in one of the earlier Torahs. I have to look back which one that the zivug between Chava and the Nachash represented that the Torah is called Tariag Eaton, six hundred thirteen pieces of advice that this the atheist the, the heretical ideas that was betayras. Chava when she took the Eitzah from the Nachash, and he says that the Nachash corresponds to these to these Kfiridic ideas. Uh, he brings a note to reference, we'll get there, Bezos Hashem, Tyra Lamed Hay, and he says that the, the Nachash is planted Chava for himself, which was to implant this Kfirah, but then what happened was, not only did the Nachash fail to separate Chava from Adam, but lost his rulership over the animal kingdom as well, whatever position, a point of leadership that he would have had, and therefore lost everything. So once, uh, once the Nachash, once these uh, these forces kind of di- didn't stay in their lane, so then the the barriers were breached and they, they ended up losing everything. And he continues, he says that Reb Nassim writes, so if Maisa b'machshava t'chila, that to the extent the tachlis existed even before the creation of this world, to the extent that a person directs all of his efforts, all of his focus, his ambitions to achieve that initial tachlis, and yes, it's hard for us to relate to, so we have the Torah, we have the Nevim, we have the Tzadikim, which is what we're talking about, then a person is living almost in this dual existence. He lives a purpose that's in the world, but like we said before, but not of the world. He's using the uh, the, the, the tools at his disposal within creation, within the finite world, to achieve something that's uh, that, that's of infinite properties, that HaKadosh Baruch who gave us this opportunity, and therefore he's not going to live bisfakus, even where something within this world doesn't seem to make sense. That's not going to stare the person. I saw a grado Rav Gamliel Rav Benavitz with uh, has a sefer Tiva parsha. There's many, many, many svarim, but he was talking this week's parsha by Avram Avinu after the Akeda. Uh, Avram Avinu was going to be zeicha to to brachas, and he brings all the psukim of bracha. And at that point, game over. He won the game. Akedis Yitzchak was the was the last of the ten nisyonos for Avram Avinu. And therefore, uh, and therefore, everything should have been going, uh, going easy at that point. That's what he would think. And then he came back, and then sorry, Menu was Nifteres, and then he had to deal with people on a lo- very low level, Ephron, and the, the the people in order to uh, in in order to get Marasamach Pela, and then he had to overpay for it. And one thing after another seemed to be going not right. Now, a person who is living outside the world, so the things that he's dealing with sometimes within his field of vision don't seem to, to fit in. And therefore, even if a person is able to solidify his himself, he's able to dig in and say, "I'm going to do what I have to do, no matter what." But the truth is, there's something gnawing at him. He's still waiting. When am I? When am I going to see how things fit together? This, you know, it doesn't seem right. And there might be whether it's articulated or whether it's just very deep within him something that seems that, uh, you know, that he, that that he or she was wronged. 
Says Rabbi Gamliel Rabbanovich, this is part of the Nisayon. When a person is living as a Benayilam Haba, when a person is living outside of the world, they're able to understand in a very real way that they don't have the perspective, that to the extent that they're attaching themselves to a to a cause and to an ambition, to a tachlitz that's greater than any of the pieces in this world, that's that's part of the Nisayon. Understanding that when they passed the Nisayon, it was because they were living greater then the, the whole of sum is greater than some of its parts. They were living in something that was greater than as a human being they could possibly accomplish. They were attaching themselves to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And even when they pass, now they say, okay, so now a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to allow me to have the, the field of vision within this world to appreciate what I've, what I've done. They're not going to be able to have that either, at least not right away. However, when a person doesn't, he's not a ben oilam haba, he's not uh, attaching himself to the tzaddik where the tree is rooted in tahara, even if the branches are, are, are leaning over into this world, where a person is governed by this worldly considerations, whether it's dark e'amayri, things that are superstitions, things that within the world seem to have, be really the cause and the effect. It's true, God is the most powerful, maybe he doesn't get involved. Whatever, whatever a person thinks that they are governed by this worldly consideration, so at that point, they're governed by the reality of this world, and it's it, it, things could become very confusing, because at this level, not everything seems to jibe, not everything seems to make sense. And he actually explains that this is this was really an aspect of the Nisayan from the Nachash also, that the, the Nachash was trying to convince man to have a tfisa on Chachma, the idea that, that Adam would be able to have a this-worldly, he, he would eat from the Eitzadas, uh, which was attractive as a means to gain intelligence, he's quoting from the Psukim. And this way, what the Nachash sought to do was give this uh for 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 adam who's in a certain way rooted much higher than everything else in creation to be able to own that piece of Chachma to relate within him to what he wants the Tachlis to be to understand more the Tayelas that was very attractive than to constantly as high as Adam could go to be able to have to have his Batlis to something greater than himself that he would never be able to understand but in doing so Adam would be detaching himself from the true tachlis, from the true anchor that's that's anchored much deeper than, than an Adam within this world would be able to reach. Lemaisa, the only way that we can attach ourselves to that toeles, uh, like we talked about the tzaddik, is to have total hisbatlis and to be able to totally put our own perception, our own senses, our almost humanity aside, but we will be able to relate to it in some way. And he continues on, V'zesha kastavim ma'peles mitzrayim ha'pasik nishayah that those the the ministers the, those who were giving advice to Paro became foolish. So again, this is another element. One way that we discussed the chachma being undermined was through a sinner for the chacham. The metamelech would hate the chacham. Another way is that the chacham themselves will become foolish. And this is what chananim shavazaria who were at a time. Uh, they were at a time by Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Bavel, conquered Yushalayim, and he was advised by his counselors to issue a decree that everyone would have to worship the idol that he had built, uh, and anybody who refused would be thrown into a furnace. And Hanan, Mishal, and Nazari were the leaders of the uh, of the Jewish people in Gaulus, but they were also forced to serve as advisors in Nebuchadnezzar's court. They refused to bow down to this idol, they refused to commit idolatry, and therefore Nebuchadnezzar, who was furious that members of his 
his own court were disobeying him, he demanded an explanation, and these Pesukim are in Daniel, but the, based on the Medrash, Hanan Mishal Nazariah told him, if you want to be the ruler as far as practical uh, practical leadership, you're taking taxes, you know, you're, you, you have us under your thumb, that's one thing, but if you think that you're actually going to be our leader at our core, if you think that you're going to be in control of our spirituality, then you are sorely mistaken. Uh, sometimes you'll see they, they have printed these like letters, uh, these uh, these accounts of people that that died al uh, kiddush Hashem, and you know the statements I've seen along the lines of you can take you you can take my possessions, you could take my family and even take my life, and things that it's hard to relate to, but I'm just quoting the, the, the words, otherwise it's uh, it's too much, and say, but but my amuna you can't take from me. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm rooted outside of this world. Everything that I have in this world can be taken away, but my attachment to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will not be severed. And that's what they that's what they said. Atom melech aleinu lekarga. Karga is a, a head tax of If you think that you are going to relate to us on the level of our avoda, on the level of our amuna, then as far as being a ruler, you know more of a ruler than a dog is a ruler. This is based on the Medrash. It's coming from Medrash Heiner as far as having any impact, any rulership on where the Klal Yisrael fits into the Bria vis-a-vis HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Tachlis, if you think that you're going to undermine our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Avodah, so then there's no difference between you and a dog as far as who the leader is. Now, so now, however, we do see... We do see, if you look through the diaries, that there were Gaiisha leaders, there were Umas Olam that were in positions of leadership, and the Lemaisa, they did impact Klai Sola's Avoda. So, how did that happen? To the point that Yad Aminus, that the Kfir, that the forces of Apikarsis worked their way in so much that it severed, that there was a barrier. So, between Amuna and Malchus, we see one of our avodas, certainly at the end of days, in order to get back the real Malchus, to have the temporary Malchus that's rooted in the Sitra Achra fall, the Aravodas to work on Amuna, Tefillah, right? But we'll see in really the next paragraph we can talk about Rebbe Hanina ben Daisa and Tefillah, we had an earlier Tyras that Amuna and Tefillah and Nisim I think in, in Tyrah Entire Zion and Eretz Yisrael are, are all are all within the same uh, the same bechina and the same idea. But over here he says once the Yad Aminus, the Yad Akfira works its way in, so then it drives a wedge between Amuna and Malchus, and this Amuna that was that serves to protect Malchus from falling into the wrong hands. This relates to the part in the story that Zarak Chala, that the vinegar that Bikarsis was thrown at the Birsha, the Berai like Mordechai that represented Emuna, and then the Emuna uh, swam away for, for at least the time being, Canal. And we see, by the way, I heard from uh, from Maimon, the, the, there's a very sometimes it's not even clear. It, it's it's it can be very subtle, you know. You know, two two things that end up very far apart at the point of the fork in the road. They can, it's very very subtle the difference between uh, one and the other. And some of the examples, Minus and Emuna, one letter apart, the Aleph, Mace and Ms. 
one letter apart. We say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Ekenu Hashem Echad. Echad and Acher, the difference between a Dalid written and a Resh and a Dalid is very, it's just one little, uh, one little spot of ink on the edge of the, on the edge of the Dalid. That's the, the, the difference. The, the, the subtle difference between where something could be towards Emuna, towards MS, and the difference where it could be going to Elohim Acherim is, is, could be very subtle. Certainly when it comes to the leadership in the Umas Ha'ilam, it's clear that they have their own prerogative, but even when sometimes we have rulers that come, they want to be in positions and they purport to be uh, Amuna and Rachmanis and the right ones, and really there's something within them that's really selfish, it's self-centered, Gaiva, Kaas, Avodazara, but it's towards their own, they want the covet. so that really becomes a distortion, and to the extent that it's not sincere, so then... Like we said before, something that's 99% true is 100% false. To, to the, the broken telephone is a dangerous game. Once, so once the Tayeles from Chachma is not preserved all the way through this world towards the Giloy within Malchus, so then we're not going to reach our Tayeles, and it has to be, the Amuna has to protect that Malchus and set aside those leaders to undermine their position of leadership so that, uh, so that we, we can get what we're supposed to be. Ultimately, uh, ultimately, when we think we're on the right path, can be very dangerous for not on the right path because we won't even be looking towards tshuva. Okay, we are going actually to stop over here, and then Be'ezus Hashem, I'm hoping that next time we will be able to complete uh, to complete this tirah.